open up your mind and just rest I'm about to let you know you make me so All you gotta do is say yes Don't deny what you feel, let me undress you, baby Open up your mind and just rest I'm about to let you know you make me so Time. I always knew you could be mine And I recognize the butterflies inside me Since it's gonna be made tonight, tonight I'm about to let you know you make me so All you gotta do is say yes Don't deny what you feel, let me undress you, baby Open up your mind, just rest I'm about to let you know you're making me so Special thanks to Anchor for distributing my podcast through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, and CastBox. With my podcast, we're going to be bringing you discussions and personal commentary on music, entertainment, celebrities, politics, love, health, and happiness. So do you want the tea? Well, simply talk with Turk Bish. Just talk with me. I spend time and I spend energy and I spend effort and I spend everything I have, every fiber of my being to give people quality. What's happening, people? It's the one and only CDK on the mic checking in on the Talk with Turk Bish podcast. 
featured on episode 16 talking about all the crazy endeavors I've been through throughout my career, all the ups, all the downs, all the obstacles, but ultimately overcoming everything to be as successful as I am today as an entertainer. You may know me for being the number one ranked HBCU host. You may know me for interviewing your favorite celebrity. You're going to find out some different things about me on this episode of the podcast. Stay tuned. All right, welcome back to an all-new episode of Talk with Turk Fish. I have a new guest today on my show, HBCU's number one host in the nation, CDK on the mic. Welcome, my bro. What's going on with you, Turk? Nothing much. What about you, my man? How's life treating you? I see you doing well out here for yourself, and I want to make sure I say from my mouth that I'm very, very, very proud of you. And I'm always excited to see another black man out here in the world go after their dreams and make things happen. So how's life treating you? Life is great, man. I've been traveling a bit on the road. Everything is opening back up. So I'm getting back to my normal way of living, um, my normal way of, of income. You know what I'm saying? So um, right, right. that's a good, it's a blessing as well. But it's also a blessing to continue to have the things that, that kind of helped me get through the pandemic. So I have multiple streams of income to um, make my career go a little bit further because you know to, t- to make money it, it, it makes it takes it's, money to make money you know what I'm saying so hey, definitely. Um, just just happy to be back in there I, I really appreciate you for doing this I wanted to do this episode today um, today is for my motivational segment for people to know that in order for you to make something out of yourself you have to go after you have to follow your dreams and make it happen it's not going to come to you overnight and I just want you to tell the people a little bit about your story we both went to A&T and you got your start um, probably before ANT. You know, you've always been outspoken from what I've known about you. But I just want the people to know, you know, a little bit about your journey and how you got to where you got to today. Um, so really, I got started in the church. I always love to tell people that that's always 110 percent the way I got started on the microphone. Now, I've been in entertainment for about, uh, uh, I want to say, 15 years, 20 years. Um, well, no, no more, more about 15 years. Um, I started around age seven, eight with acting and modeling. You know what I'm saying? That was something that was always um, a thing of my passion. So I feel like um, entertainment has always been there, but but hosting has been a thing since July 17th of 2017. So I'll right. be going on, what, this is uh, four years this year? Four, four or five years? Four, years? four years, I think. I don't know. I'm doing my math. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, right, right. You know, that's kind of how I got started was in the church. Yeah, so like um, going into college, I started doing like you know what I'm saying events and stuff like that, and um, mm-hmm. were really parties, and I was just messing around at first, just kind of filling it out, and then um, I started doing campus events. Campus events led to radio. Radio led to working for Warner Music. One of those music led to me doing artist interviews for Hip Hop DX, which is what I do now. So, and then that led to me being the number one HBCU host, traveling the nation. So. Um, all those are that's a little glimpse of the timeline but it was it was a lot of hardships in between that time and i really like to highlight the, the hardships i like to highlight the right struggle because people think that everything is peaches and cream and it's not that at all exactly so um yeah some people don't like to talk about that but i, I love yeah. to talk about uh, and trials and tribulations yeah mm-hmm. and that's important that you brought it up because even for myself with my podcast the podcast is something i've been saying i wanted to do for 10 years since 2010 and look it took me to 2021 to do it but i made sure that i i had that idea in my mind that passion i wanted to make sure that i got it done so you know after doing my research and then just trying to make sure i put everything and uh, have everything aligned in life i i finally got to where i am today and that's why i wanted to represent another black man 
that's out here doing it yourself. I know you're a busy man out here. You have a long list of resumes of celebrities and people in entertainment that you have interviewed and talked to on social media. Can you give the people a little bit of your resume? You know, you can gloat a little bit on my show. You know, that's what I like to let people do. <laughs> um, when it comes to interviews, I, I recently started doing in-person interviews because before I, um, during the pandemic, that was something that I kind of shifted with my brand ideas, like celebrity interviews. So um, some of the interviews and my highlights, I feel like Suki Han is one of my favorites. Vito, um, Kedra Bryan, uh, which is, um, uh, he talks about being a young black man. That's his whole brand. So I, I love him to death. Uh, that's like little bro to me. Um, let's see some other. Uh, Tusi. Tusi is a good interview that okay. I did. Um, I feel great about him. Tusi's been on campus um, for a little bit, hasn't he? Yeah, Tusi is um, from actually from the same place I'm from. So he's definitely been okay. on campus a couple times. And um, they love him there. That's good. That's good. Yeah, he's. Um, I, I did see him on campus one time. I didn't get to speak to him because, you know, of course, people was all around him. But, you know, when those celebrities come to those HBCUs, people going to be all around him. Did that kind of like lead you into wanting to be a host, you know, being intrigued into people's lives and things of that nature? Yeah, um, I always kind of enjoyed being like, uh, okay, I, I'm not gonna lie. When I was a kid, I was very shy. I was like real shy. Like people knew me, but like they didn't know me for it. They didn't. Actually, no, I was kind of like standoffish. I ain't gonna lie. So um, mm-hmm. I was always outgoing. I just never had a platform to really like express that. So um, exactly. I loved um, just interacting with folks. You know what I'm saying? So I love doing that. So I tried to find a way to make money off doing what I love, which is talking. So, right. um, yeah, I mean, I guess the fame is, is something else that I'm looking forward to because anybody that knows me know I'm very extra. Um, right, right. Very, very <laughs> extra. Like, when it comes to, like, shows and stuff like that, I'll, I'll do the most. Like, if I, had, right. if I could have backup dancers and interest music and all of that, I'll do <laughs> so. Right, right. And you're a good host. I mean, that's what we need. We need good energy. You hosted a couple of my couture shows at A&T, and you were amazing. The people loved you. The crowd loved you. Now, you did mention a little bit about branding earlier. What can you tell my followers and my listeners about branding? What do they need to know about marketing themselves and getting that thing off the ground, their dream, their passion off the ground? What can you tell them? I appreciate you for saying that, that, that um, uh, talked about the host thing. But you know what's crazy? 90% of how I get booked is branding and marketing. 10% mm-hmm. is me actually being like people like, oh, we like your host. Yeah, that's cool. But people know and, and love the brand behind City Kill on the Mic. It's 110% clean. You got to make sure the image and what you portray is always larger than life. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So people don't know how you get to where you are. They just see where you are. They just see what's going on behind you. You know what I'm saying? So when you get to or show them what you want them to see, um, you always have to make sure that it's 10 times bigger than what it actually is. So right, right. The, the whole purpose of branding and marketing is is taking your brand over the moon. You know what I'm saying? So uh, one thing that I pride myself on is now I do like one third of the work that I that I did when I first got started, and mm-hmm. I get paid three times as much that I did when I first got started, just because the Amazing. brand just takes me over sometimes. The name CDK on the mic just lets me, you know, what I'm saying, do what I do. Like people are starting to get familiar with the brand on a national level, and just be like, oh, but that's CDK. Let him do his thing. Like you know, what I'm saying, like I believe in his creative control. I believe in what he says. His right. word is bond. I know that when he comes on this event, this event is gonna go up. You know, what I'm saying. Right. So just being able to do that with any brand, with any um. Just make sure your brand is prestigious in any way that, that you can. You know what I'm saying? So whether that be your clothing line, whether that be your lashes, make yourself different and separate you and make sure that you bring something to the table that nobody else can bring. So exactly. they can book other people. They can do whatever. They can go to somebody else. But are they going to be who you are? And you right. can never duplicate that. Now, 
that's true. That's true. There are a lot of people out here that start things and they don't finish them because, you know, they get discouraged. They think that it's not going to happen for them. And I always encourage people to have that driving force, that motivation force, motivational force, excuse me, behind themselves in order to make things happen and get it to continue. What about yourself? Can you tell me what is your driving force? Is there a certain person? Is there a certain thing you think about when you go into something or when you're feeling discouraged? Is there something that you think about or that's on your mind that motivation? Uh, motivation. Um, I think about when it comes to motivation, I think a lot of times um, the image in the face card that kind of goes into brand and marketing is one thing that I, that I make sure that I, that I do. Um, when it comes to motivation, I always have to top what I did before. So. Right. Whether things are good or bad behind the scenes, I have to keep pushing because people have this, this image of me in their head that has to stay where it's at for my brand to to so to reap the benefits that it needs to to continue to grow. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. um, when it comes to motivation, sometimes um, I, I keep receipts too. I keep receipts exactly. too. So <laughs> when people say um, <laughs> when people say, "Oh, we don't like him," or "We he can't do this," or "He's trash at this," or "Da da 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 da," he did this that third. I keep all of that in my phone. You know what I'm saying? Right. I have a whole folder just receipts and, and, and motivation i read that stuff and i'll be like yo the same person that said this this day is at the event in my crowd in the crowd in my event today or mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying they'll put some money in my pocket or you know what i'm saying like they'll help my brand grow in some kind of fashion whether that be an attending the event their friends attend the event or they just hear about the event whether they like me or not you know what i'm saying so exactly. sometimes those headers motivate those headers motivate you as well and then yeah. um just just being better than yourself you know what i'm saying like being better than yourself having this alter ego type of thing that i have going on um i like to I'd like to look back at my stuff and be like, yo, I did that. So one thing <laughs> is I like to always make sure that I'm starting back at the bottom. So once right. I get to one place um, in, in one area, whether it be like radio and I feel like, okay, I can get better at my breaks and get booked more. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm almost getting full time now. Um, mm-hmm. Let me go ahead and start something else. Let me get into the music industry. I know nothing about that. So let me go ahead and right. dive into that. That's the type of things that I do. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of just a situation to, to where uh, some things that motivate me. Right. Okay. Well, I like the fact that you definitely mentioned, you know, getting into the music industry, learning about that industry. The music industry is something that I have followed for a long, long time. And I've always been intrigued with, I've always been intrigued with celebrity life, entertainment, news, TV, whatever the case may be. I've always been intrigued with it. And it is a very hard industry to get into, especially if you're not already a journalist or have the background of it. And that's why I'm starting fresh to try to get myself in the door as well. Now, you said you're learning about the music industry. Um, did you learn a little bit through Warner Brothers or um, are you learning it on your own while you're researching and, and doing new things out here? How are you getting all this information and how are you applying it to your everyday life? Um, I think definitely I've, I've gained a lot from Warner. Just kind of seeing the inside and the outside of music industry. Also from radio. Um, working with artists and, and, and playing their music, you know what I'm saying, getting their spins in. So seeing it from the entertainment side, but also seeing it from the business side of things is something that's helped me grow as an entertainer a lot. So I understand both sides and why right. they might feel like this or why they might feel like that. So really seeing the inside is before I see the outside, which is like the concerts and shows and stuff like that. Because exactly. it's been COVID, so I haven't really had a chance to see the outside of stuff. I've just seen the business, 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 which is a great way to start. So um, Warner has definitely, definitely, definitely helped me with like organization and stuff like that because on the entertainment side, a lot of stuff that we do is homeboy stuff and stuff that we're not really supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But um, Warner, they, they cut all that out. It's, it's a huge right. corporation. We're, we're the third largest music music industry in, in the world. So um, not music okay. industry, but it, you know, a music company in the world. So um, yeah. 
That's what's up. You're a great interviewer. You do great interviews, as I can see. Um, you already jumped the gun a little bit, but we're going to close it out there anyway. Um, I wanted to talk about COVID. I'm glad you mentioned it, though. Um, now, in terms of COVID and people who are content creators and um, who are hosts and whatever their dream or passion is, how has that affected you throughout COVID? And what can you tell my listeners as well who are starting their things um, and about maneuvering through COVID? What can you let them know about that and how? I think the best days of COVID are, are honestly, um, I think the best days of COVID are honestly behind us just a little bit, but I feel like right now is the perfect time for you to um, get to know what you like, you know what I'm saying? Get to learn yourself because you're in the house, you have nothing else to do, you have nothing else to do, and I feel like it's the perfect opportunity to um, just kind of venture into different things and, and re- reinvent yourself, you know what I'm saying? I used right, to love right. when I was in school, while I was still in the school, um, winter break, fall break, because it gave me a chance, maybe whether it's a week or a month, to sit down and be still, you know what I'm saying? Right. Sometimes for God to talk to you, you have to be still. Exactly. So, um, I felt like that's the perfect time to, you know what I'm saying, just get yourself out there and try something. So that's just something I, I, I have a tip for for COVID is just take risk. You know what I'm saying? Take risk take with your risk. brand. My brand my brand was built on risk. So, okay. um, yeah. So just do that and um, you'll be great. Okay. Well, once again, I want to thank you for coming on to my show and giving the listeners a little bit about marketing and, you know, just continuing to motivate in themselves. I just want to thank you for that. And I'm really proud of you. I, I know I can't stress it enough. I do watch you every day. I make sure that I look and see what TDK doing today. What can I uh, apply? Because I, I just think, you know, I look up to you. Even though you might be younger than me, I look up to you. And it's nothing wrong with that either. You can always have someone to look up to. And that's why I'm trying to get myself out there. And I'm glad you did this interview with me to, you know, motivate my listeners who are tuned in today. So once again, thank you, bro. And um, we'll be hearing this episode debut soon. And it'll be on all platforms. Let's do it. Thank you, man. Shout out to Tate. All right. You have a good day, CDK. And up next, you guys, I'm going to play another song. And I want to thank you for tuning in so far. And you guys, check it out. Alright, I want to thank everybody for tuning in today with Talk Turf Fish. Right now I have a very, very, very special guest. He's a brother of mine. We both went to school together. He has worked with me on many different projects and I'm excited for him to be here and talk with me today. And we want to get into a little bit about him, his life and his brand. And I just want to make sure I highlight all the content creators out there, the influencers, and make sure that they have a platform to express themselves and promote themselves as well. So I want to introduce Mr. Denzel Fleming, you know, Mr. No Not Washington. How you doing? I feel good, man. How you feeling? I'm feeling good myself. I'm feeling good myself. We just recently had a photo shoot for my graduation and birthday and it went very well i appreciate you bro all the time oh yeah you already man like it's exciting because like you hopped in your model bag um you hopped into your influencer bag in regard to influencing me to bring out the uh, best and you know capture a great image so i appreciate you for that of course of course that's what we're here for i want to go ahead and let you highlight your brand and give your social media handles, let the people know what you do and where they can find you at. All right, bet. So 
My name is Denzel, aka No Not Washington, aka the Hot Chocolate Poet. And um, I started Pixel Pushes back in uh, 2014 um, on the campus of North Carolina A&T State University. And to which I said, man, I need to eat. <laughs> you know, because I was on stage as a poet first, but I needed some merchandise. Every great artist has merchandise. And my merchandise just so happened to be photos. Um, and now I'm making a transition to doing advertisement, which is the marriage of words and uh, pictures together uh, with the intent to sell and distribute to the masses. So now what I'm working on is um, working with some nonprofits in the, in the area to cater to and serve um, underserved communities or Title I communities through the K-12 program and introducing the collegiate program later this fall when we do the rollout. And the intent is to promote mental health and to promote the, uh, the use of art for therapy. So um, that's that's what we're doing now, man. Okay, okay. So it sounds like you're out there working in the community. You're doing your thing. You know, you're finally getting into the nonprofit world. We were just talking about that not too long ago. Like I said, I was in the nonprofit world. And it does make a difference when you're not up under somebody's thumb all the time. I mean, you're up under the government's thumb, of course, with the funding and everything. But you still are able to make a, a big difference in your community working under nonprofits. So... Let's talk about, you know, what led you to become No Not Washington today, Mr. Denzel, the photographer that you are, the content creator, influencer, however you see fit to call yourself. How did you become to where you are today? What sparked you? Well, what initially sparked me was I was in the classroom and I noticed that there was some um, inequitable behavior or some I noticed that my students or my peers, my friends, they weren't getting the attention that they needed. Um, myself, I wasn't getting the attention I needed. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, you know what, let me just go hard in my studies. So when the teacher was like, oh, yeah, you're distracting everyone. I said, okay, well, I'm going to do my homework. I do my home, or I did my schoolwork and my homework all in the same class. But I noticed that some of my friends were behind. Mm -hmm. And so what I did was I started to be a tutor or a mentor to my friends. I, I wasn't aware that I was participating in that particular title or role right i just knew that that's what needed to be done mm -hmm. you know and so um i started doing that and teaching them but then i was like i need a i need a way for me to express myself as well so i started writing i started writing poetry i started writing down my thoughts and then i started freestyling uh with my cousins after school mm -hmm. i said i'm pretty good at this well my community said i'm pretty good at this so this is what i'm gonna do but also on the technology side, I would assist the older people in our community with like their technological needs and um, sit with them, spend time with them. So mm -hmm. what I do now is really just me continuing what I've done as a child. And that's make sure that the entire community is taken care of because they take care of me. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's good that we have people like that in the community and out here trying to help others because you don't see that every day. You really don't see that every day. So what's what's on your agenda next? Like what's next for you? What's what do you think your big break is going to be, or how do you see that unfolding for you? Um, it looks like us managing the intellectual property of ourselves and others, um, and that intellectual property is the content that we create. It's also the uh, well, yeah, the content that we create, either photo, video, but it's also the uh, the books, the material the journals mm -hmm. the writings the essays everything that we produce our entire life 
we put that in a vault, a creative vault. We protect it with the copyrights and we distribute it to the masses and to which these particular individuals can get paid forever, even right. after death. Okay, okay, okay. So we, we were just talking about copyrights and you know um, distributing your work and stuff like that. Let's talk about your work. What was your first, um, let's say, first big photo shoot that you would consider your first big photo shoot that's always going to be memorable to you? Like, what do you remember about it? How did it go? And how did you excel from there? Ooh, okay, great. So what was my first big photo shoot? It was really how it happened. <laughs> it was really how it happened and okay. like the impact that it had on my life. Um, and the story is this, uh, I woke up one day, I was supposed to work in Atlanta and shoot a very familiar, and shoot a very familiar uh, group. Everybody familiar with this group, they're a very popular group. But their manager said, um, you know, we gotta pull the plug because of some things outside of our control. Mm -hmm. And I felt kind of down about that, man. But so I went back to sleep, you know, then I woke up and I said, you know what? Instead of me sleeping a day away and like, you know, wallowing in, in pity, I said, you know what? Let me get up and do something. So I got my hair cut so I could feel better about myself. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I have these shoes. Let me trade my shoes in for, for money. So I, then I could go and do whatever I want to do. So I got my hair cut and right across the, the, the hall was a shoe store. I traded in the shoes and uh, while I'm waiting in line for the guy to like check it out, there was somebody standing next to me. He had on some Gucci sneakers. I was like, I didn't know Gucci made sneakers. <laughs> but they were nice, you know, they were nice. I look up his leg. <laughs> I look up his leg. Then I look and I see that he has a BSM, a Brit Squad Monopoly chain. Mm. And I'm like, then I look at him and I'm like, hey man, uh, that's a Brit Squad Monopoly chain. He's like, yeah. I'm like, you uh, you were walking them? He's like, yeah, like I just got signed. My name is Ludine. Mm. And we got a show at Guilford College. So like, what you do? I'm like, shit, I can do what you need. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then uh, we started talking like that. And he was like, uh, we need a photographer to come to this show. So like he didn't know it was Guilford College, so he was like something Greensboro College. Guilford. I'm like yo, but like Greensboro College exists. Yeah. But there's also Guilford College, so he was like, can you make it in an hour? I'm like yeah. No, good and well, I had to go get my camera. I had to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I had to get dressed again. Right. You, know what I'm saying? you still didn't want to miss the opportunity though. Facts. So um. So fast forward, I was like, yeah, I can do it. I went to Greensboro College first. I'm like, nothing is happening. Then I'm like, Guilford College. Oh, put that in. Then I see everybody parking and like, I saw the way that they were dressed. I'm like, oh, this gotta be the place. And then uh, I pull up, I'm walking and he's like, Denzel. And I look and I'm like, oh snap, he bring me in. And then like, we started talking about shoes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, but like for the fact that he brought me home like that, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Because then we went backstage and I was able to meet Waka Flocka. Now, yeah. I grew up on Waka, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we all did. Right. So, like, when when I saw him walk in, I'm like, man, this dude is tall. He's probably, like, two, three inches taller than than us. Yeah. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Still, it's like, yo, like, here he is in the flesh. That's what's up. I found out that at the time he was vegan. 
And I was like, yo, this is, mm -hmm. I'm learning a lot, but this is us. Yeah. We have complexities of, uh, within us as uh, as black people, right. especially black men. Mm -hmm. Like, so to get to know us as a person, like the intimate details about us, that's so cool. So then um, I started shooting and it just felt good to be backstage and to work the stage and to get yeah. those shots. Mm -hmm. And after that, man, my life pretty much turned up. It turned up because I hit that milestone. And yeah, from there you basically grew from there. Yeah. Okay, well that's a pretty interesting story. That's what's up. Had your first big break, photo shoot, breaking out. And I wanna go ahead and let it be known for the record, for all my listeners who are tuned in, especially for the local people here in Greensboro or surrounding counties. Denzel is an amazing photographer, you guys. Like, I just want to express that, and I want to express that to you, bro. You are amazing, and I really do appreciate you for everything you have done for me, you know, working with me with my projects and my photo shoots, and I can only see uh, our relationship blossoming from here. So I want the people to be able to find you. So once again, let them know where to find you if you got a website, so they can access your services for photography because I know a lot of my listeners definitely are into photography and things of that nature. Videography too. So go ahead and let them know, you know, where to find you. I could be on social media at No Not Washington on all platforms uh, and Pixel Pushes, P-I-X-E-L-P-U-S-H-A-S. Um, and also on our personal websites, nonotwashington.com and pixelpushes.com. So they're always gonna be cross-referencing one another. So to start booking, go to pixelpushes.com and uh, get involved in the experience because our price is only gonna go up, but- That's right. We could go up together. Period. Our price is going up because I'm including more people in the process. Mm -hmm. So the more people I include on this journey, the more, you know, the more it's gonna go up. So. You know, let's continue to appreciate together. And we will most definitely do that. So, once again, thank you, Denzel, for being a part of my show. And we are going to blossom from here. Like he said it best, that's all that I can say from this point forward. Once again, I appreciate you, and we're just going to grow from here. All right, bro? Yes, sir. All right, thank you guys for tuning in today. Once again, that was Denzel Fleming here in the Triad area. If you live in Greensboro, North Carolina, you already know, like he, he gave you his handles. Make sure to hit him up, access his services, hit him up if you need anything photography-wise, videography-wise too, right? Yes, sir. All of that, you know? Even if you need somebody to, to spit some rhymes for you, <laughs> he's that person as well. So, once again, I want to highlight talent here in the Triad area. And thank y'all for listening. And I'm going to play some more music, and we will be back. Shout out to Turt Big Podcast. Thank you for allowing me to come out and shout out my business on your podcast. If you haven't already, follow me at nails.byshell on Instagram. Come get slayed by me. I'm located in Greensboro, North Carolina, period. So if you're trying to get your nails done, hit me up.
Hello everyone, it is Ty the Pucker Punch Guy, and I am here to let you all know about Pucker Punch, fighting dull, dry, and oily skin one punch at a time. I just wanted to come and let you all know that I am here for all of your skincare needs, from soap to body butter to scrubs to lip balm, lip gloss, you name it, we got it. All natural, all handmade by me, all shipped out personally by me, always looking for something to better your skin, better how you feel about your skin. And overall, make you feel better about how you look when you go out each day. So yes, come and shop with us, Pucker Punch. Follow us on Instagram at pucker.punch. And visit us on our website at puckerpunch-skincare.com. Be safe. Turd, congratulations on this milestone, man. It's Corel, president of Research Community Development. Thank you so much for inviting us into your space and helping you get this project off the ground. I'm so committed to helping you move this thing forward. These are the kinds of conversations that we need in the community. So from one public health practitioner to another, this is the recode. This is how you rebuild, reconnect, and re-engage into the community. So thank you so much. And thank you for being committed. Can't wait that it goes. I dream of your nights in daytime too. Like summer, send me something, and that something's you. Almost walking to a wall, imagining your embrace. And to slam myself out of the thought of your lips in a heavenly day. Oh, you wanna know the deal? You were wondering if the words I'm saying are for real. Cause you got more. Baby, baby, baby.